the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Hello, guys. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, thank you for um, thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, would you share the broadcast if you can? Uh, I'm going over a few announcements right quick before we get started. Um, uh, don't forget the miracle water, guys. We still got miracle water here. You can order your miracle water, whatever. But uh, you need to. Um, let us know. Go to the website. Sign up. Let us know where to send the miracle water to. It's free of charge, no charge to you. Um, but also, guys, remember, too, uh, we have an event coming up in March 26th at Phil Woods in Murphy, North Carolina. Also, uh, don't forget the 7,000 debt cancellation. If you want to sow to that, you can. You can sow to that. And God spoke to me, and he said he was going to cancel your debt as you began to sow. Okay? So don't forget the $7,000 debt cancellation sow. Okay? Uh, don't forget that. But also, too, guys, um, don't forget that we have um, oil, too. It's all on our website. And they're still working on our book, guys. I'm going to get back with them tomorrow and see where they're at with it. I don't just Just keep us in your prayers. Keep us in your prayers as we go forward. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're going to be talking about a thing called fear tonight. Fear. You know, there's two, there are two types of fear that we really don't understand, but there's a type of fear that God don't want us to be in. And a fear is an emotional forbearing or dread or independent distress and foreknowledge often spoken as a source of religion. Religion. Yet fear alone never accounts to true religion since men are impaled and drawn, drawn near unto God of the, of the origin of fear. Now, there's another relate to fear, afraid. Same thing, dread, afraid, dreadful. But we don't need to fear, guys. Fear is not of God. Now, there's two kind of fears. There's the fear of the Lord, and there's to be fearless. Jesus walks up to the disciples and he says, fear not, it's I. But see, he was telling them to fear not because they didn't need to fear because it was not a fearful moment. But even if it was a fearful moment, they didn't have to fear because God is near. See, it's almost like when you were growing up, your your daddy, as long as your daddy was right by you, you didn't have to fear nothing. 
And see, it's the same concept that we're talking about tonight. God is telling us not to fear. See, fear. when you fear, you're, you're telling God your lack of trust in him. That's what you're telling God. You're telling God, I don't trust in you, God. I'm looking at my circumstances, and I'm, I'm fearing it. But God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. We're going to get into some scriptures about fear and what the difference is of fear in the Lord and fear in circumstances. Now let's look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 10. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. So otherwise, he was afraid because he disobeyed God. And he thought God was going to get him. But it wasn't a bad fear. It was a good fear. Because I was naked and I hid myself. Proverbs 1, 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. See what I'm saying? So fear in the Lord is a good kind of is a good kind of fear. Knowing that God corrects you or is going to correct you. It's kind of like when you was growing up, you know you knew you'd done wrong and you knew you had to suffer consequences. But it was for your good. Come on, that's the good kind of fear. That's the kind of fear that says, listen, if I keep doing this, then I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna fear the thing that which has come upon me. And that's what Job said. I fear the very thing that's come upon me. Because he had done something to cause it to come upon him. So the good kind of fear is what I'm talking about. The good kind of fear tells me, look, if I keep doing this, something's going to happen. There's a payday. And let me promise you, let, let me tell you something. I don't care what you do, how you do it, there's a price with your sin. You understand? But the Bible said for the wages of sin. Wage means you got to pay a price for what you're doing. Y'all might get that later on down the road. I don't know. So if there's a wage for sin, that means there's a price to pay. Everything you do in this flesh, I promise you, you will have to pay for it. Oh, you don't understand, Jason. Jesus paid it on the cross. He paid for all my sins on the cross, but you don't understand. He paid for you to have access to forgiveness. He didn't pay for stuff you keep doing. See, you got to turn from your evil ways, and you got to turn from your sins to get forgiveness. But if you never turn from them, you're not going to get forgiveness. Well, y'all get that later too. Maybe so, I don't know. So if you never turn from it, you won't get forgiveness. Sorry. That's what repentance means. It means to turn another direction. You will never get God's forgiveness and Jesus's forgiveness if you never turn from it. Mm, that's good, Lord. 
And fear is what makes you turn. And that's, I'm talking about the good kind of fear. And then we're going to get in the bad kind of fear that God didn't give you. Remember, there's two types of fear here. And Matthew 10, 28 says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him that is able to destroy both soul, body, and the hell. So he's telling you two kind of fears here. Don't fear what man can do unto you. Because God didn't give you that fear. And don't fear what circumstances can do to you, but fear God that can take your body and soul to hell. People don't fear God. If they did, they would try to be turning from their ways, but they don't. They think they can keep living in what they're living in and doing what they're doing and think they're getting by with it. Honey, there's a payday. Why do you think COVID's here? There's a wrecking day, and it's here. So you can go on and be gay and all this stuff, and it's all right. Oh, God understand. No, God don't understand. You paid the price. You sold the, pri- you sold the wages. Now you're going to pay the price. And if you don't turn from it, you'll never get forgiveness. That's why the Bible says in Second Chronicles, if my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and then turn. You can't just seek God's face and he gives you direction and he gives you knowledge what you're doing wrong and you'd never turn from it. Don't think you're going to get your land healed and don't think you're going to get forgiveness. That'd be like somebody coming up and telling me 40 times in one day, forgive me, forgive me, but keep on doing it. My Lord. In 2 Timothy 1, 6, 7 says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. I'm going to read that real slow to you. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, 6-7, through 7, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by putting on on the of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Now, why did Timothy go on about putting in remembrance and stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by putting on of the hands? For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So Timothy's saying, stir up the gifts first. By what? How do you do it? By laying on hands. Putting on of my hands. Come on. We got to stir the gifts up. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love, but of power and of love and a sound mind. First John 4, 18. Let's read this. There is no fear in love, 
Notice he said in Timothy, though, listen what he says. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but, but of power and love. There you go. Love is a demonstration of fear. And when we love God, we don't fear him. And when you love somebody, you do not fear them. You fear them as respect and as respect of saying, hey, if I don't do this, I'll be in trouble. But it's not a type of fear that we we just think, you know what, I'm scared of them. You know, fear don't fear don't hold a a, a bond of, of being afraid far as, but that's why he says love has no fear. And who is love? God. God is love. And when we're in him, we have no fear. So if we have the love of God in us, then we won't fear nothing. First John four eight for there is no love there's no fear in love. You know what I'm saying? So we remember that God is love. God is love. So there's no fear in love. So when you got God in you, then you should not be feared. Because you know God has got your back. You know God will not let nothing come nigh thy dwelling, Psalms 91. You know God can do it exceedingly and abundantly and above we can ask or think. You know God can come through to you. And you know God can speak to a mountain and cast it to the sea. You know God can split the waters and kill your enemies behind you. You just know this because you know God is in you. And if you're, listen, and if you're in God, then you're in love. Because the Bible says love, the, God is love. Let me tell y'all something. There's not a human on this earth knows how to love. And if it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be loving the person you're with in the beginning. Let me tell you something. When I met my wife, I went through a bad divorce. Right after that, God put a love in my heart immediately for a woman that's in my life right now. I couldn't love her on my own. Come on. You think I could do them abilities? No. It was God that put it in my heart. I try to tell people I can't do nothing without God. God has to put these things in your heart. Glory to God. Maybe y'all get that later on. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And let's go to 2 Corinthians 7, 1. It says, having therefore the permissive promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of God. All filthiness of the flesh and the spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of what? God. That's one of the seven seven spheres of God. One of them is to fear the Lord. That is a respect. That is, hey, I better uh, fear God and what he tells me to do because if I don't, I got consequences to pay. 
That's kind of like teaching your children to fear you, not far as, uh, you know, afraid to even talk to you, but fear you that if they back talk you, they're going to get something they don't want to get. And that's a good kind of fear because that kind of fear protects you. Watch this. Protects you away from stuff that you should not be doing in the first place. So that's a good kind of fear. But a bad kind of fear is when the devil puts fear on you that God is not near you. And God is allowing tragedy to come your way, and you're sitting in fear. And I, I know people fear all the time. They fear, they fear not to get a job, or they fear not to ride a motorcycle. They fear not to do these things because they feel like that something's going to happen to them. But you're not trusting in God because Psalms 91 said, He that dwelleth in the most secret place of the Most High, God will not let evil come upon you if you trust in him. It's like I tell my wife all the time, I say, yeah, you might be sick, but God's got you. You know why I know that? Because God does got it. But you know what people do? They fear, and they entertain that spirit of fear. But the, the Bible says, I just read it to you, he didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So he's gave you power over your situation, and he's gave you love. Because we read again that love there's no fear in love. So if you got if you're in God and you got the love of God in you, so God is in you. So if God is in you, then you should not be fearing nothing. No sickness, no cova, no this, no that. There's no fear in you. And that's why God let me let, get that Harley out of there because he's trying to get the fear because, see, if God is in me and love is in me, fear can't be in me. Fear and love don't match because that's what he said. He said, I didn't give you a spirit of, watch this. Watch this, watch this. I'm going to give you something. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Remember, there's a bad kind of fear and there's a good kind of fear. But of power. Power for your circumstances. Power for relationships. Power for these things. And and love in a sound mind. So he's gave you love, and if you got love, you got a sound mind. You're not going to be sitting, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I see people talk fear all the time. And then they say, well, God, you know, God, part of the Red Sea, glory to God. Ha! And then they start preaching to themselves. And I'm thinking, you know what? You was just over there a while ago fearing about your life, fearing uh, you got to sneeze. Oh, I got the COVID. I got this. It's going to kill me. You know what? You know what I believe? Psalms 91, who dwells in the most secret place of the most high? Let me tell you something. I dwell with him. And if he dwells with me, why should fear take a boat? Let me tell y'all something. When daddy's around, I don't give a rip if the lion come in here and bit my leg off. I'm still going to trust God. I don't care if I sneeze the biggest. I don't care. And, and you know, I guess what I'm saying is sometimes people fear in their finances too. They're so, they're so scared to spend a dollar. Oh, I can't spend this. Or, or if I spend this, what are we going to do tomorrow? You know, 
that's living in fear, you know. Let me ask you a question. When your kids was little, and, and, and did they go through the house counting the money and just, oh, oh, oh. No, they didn't. You know why they didn't? Because they knew that their father and their mother was going to shelter them. They knew they had groceries. They just knew it. So why live a fear, fearful life and live a fearless life? I like that song, and, and this morning God was speaking to me, and, and this is what he was saying. You know, the song come to my my heart, and it goes something like this. Fear is a liar. Take your breath. You know, and, and then it goes, you know, God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but I'm a, I'm a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. Guys, you don't have to walk in fear today. You don't have to walk in fear of fear and what's your next mistake going to be or or what what what's your uh what's this going to happen in you know what's this going to happen in, and I see people live like this you know it's kind of ironic here for a long time and I I just trust God you know I I I, I me and my wife we make money and I I get the money and and God just directs me where to go with it. and I said God where you want me to go with it? And, you know, I, I've got to a freedom of thinking, you know what? God says, son, I want you to buy this and I want you to buy that. And you know what God's trying to do? He's trying to pull me away from being fearful to fearless. Because we do. We we all do it. Well, well, I better not spend this. I better put this back for a rainy day. And I, I better not. And you, you, you get to a point where you don't even spend a dime. And when you do, you're worried half to death why you spend it. That's living fearful. And God hadn't gave you that, my friend. I'm telling you. I'm not saying go out and spend your money, stupid. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, it's like you never buy anything, and you and you, when you do, you you fear because you did. You live a fearful life, and God wants to pull you to a fearless life and live like, you know what, my daddy's got this. You know what, my daddy told me to go out and buy myself something today. You know why? Because my daddy has my back. And you know what? When you get to that place in God, you live fearless. I ain't worried about my bills. I ain't worried about this. I ain't worried about that. You know why I'm not worried about it? Because God is directing me. The Bible says he has directed my steps. He has ordered my steps. He's getting, and you know what's some phenomenal about it? I'm going to tell you something, and I just got to share this. My wife's sitting in there. She's had COVID, and she's having problems breathing, right? You know what God laid on my heart before this stuff even come to about? God laid on my heart to get a uh, one of those things that go on your finger to, um, and I just thought of this day, and I thought, Lord, you, you got this. Even when bad stuff comes, he still got it. And he laid it on my heart, and my wife looked at him, why do we need that? Don't ask why, because you don't know what's coming up. 
And I just thought it was phenomenal. Now she's in there having problems, and, and she's having to take a little breath thing here and there. But she needed something to check her oxygen. I didn't know it was coming, but God did. Mm. See how he's got you back? He's got you. He's got you on every side. It don't matter if the lions bite you. He's got you. We look at tragedy and people say, well, Jason, I don't see how you can still walk with God and your son dead. Why? Because God has my son. I knew that the day they buried him six feet under. God's got him. I'm sorry, but I, but I trust him. I don't understand him. I don't have to understand him. But I do trust him. And see, that's what fear does. When you're fearful, you live a life of lack of faith. And there's, listen, faith, faith is opposite than fear. There's no faith in fear. Matter of fact, you're telling God, God, I don't trust you. But he's come through you for time after time. He's got your back. He's got your side. He's got everything around you. He's your alpha and he's your omega. You know what that means? He's your first and he's your last. He knows the he knows the day you're getting up. He knows what time you're getting up in the morning. Glory to God. He don't sleep or slumber, but yet he knows when you wake in the morning. He's got his eye on the sparrow, but he's also got his eye on you. Let me tell you something about God. And this is no joke. I saw this one night. I was in there asleep. My wife don't even know about this, but I'm going to share it. I don't think I shared it. I don't know, but I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning. No, I'm sorry. I woke up at 12, 12, 15 in the morning a.m. My wife was over there snoring, and I woke up, and I saw God at the foot of my bed. I did. I didn't tell nobody. I said, Lord, they ain't going to believe me anyways. And I saw God at the foot of my bed. And he was just standing there watching me and my wife sleep. I said, Lord, you sitting here watching us? He said, I don't never sleep for Sunday, son. I don't sleep. You do. I said, Lord, but why are you watching us? He said, I got my eye on you. I got my eye on every circumstance of your life. I know you're going in and I know you're coming out. I know what you I know what's gonna happen to you next. I said, but Lord, why are you here watching and sleep? He said, I got to protect you from the enemy. That's what he told me. He said, you got an enemy out there, son. And he wants to steal, kill, and destroy from your life. He wants to take everything that I've blessed you with, and he wants you to be disobedient to me so I can walk out of your life because disobedience separates you from God. It does. And he's constantly trying to get us to disobey God. Constantly. And that's where that fear comes in, guys. 
Remember, listen to me now, listen. 1 John 4, 8 says, there is no fear in love. So if you live a fearful life, then you don't have God in your heart. You don't. Because it says fear, uh, there's no fear in love. So that means you don't have God in you. When you live in a fearful life, then you don't have God in you. Who's, who's love? God. The Bible said God is love. And if you don't love, then you don't have God in you. How can you say you love your brother, what you do see, but say a God you don't see, you love him? No, you do not. Because if you do not love your brother, then you do not love God. But watch this. But perfect love casteth out fear. Who's perfect love? God. You gotta understand, love is a person, guys. It's not a thing, it's a person. It's what the person does. Love, watch this, he said, perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. And he that feareth is not made perfect in love. And who's love? God. When you have God around, it's kind of like having your daddy around, you know what I'm saying? Them punks can sit over there and beat you and, and, and throw stuff at you, but when daddy's around, they ain't going to do that stuff. <laughs> because daddy is standing next to me. <laughs> and that's the way I look at it. You see, the devil can throw something at me all he wants. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't have to point towards me. You know what I have to point towards? God. God. Because there's no fear in love. I don't care what comes your way. There's no fear in love. There's no fear in love. No fear in love. Guys, that's all I have today. That's all I have. And you, you know what? You need to ask God to deliver you from that spirit of fear. Satan will come to you and introduce it every day and try to make you live a fearful life. God ain't called you that. Because God is by your side. God is by your side. You don't live a fearless or fearful life. You live a fearless life. God didn't give you that spirit of fear. But of power. He gave you power, sound mind. You know, when this COVID come out, people was fearing, and you know, people, they, they, they thrive off of fear. You know, every time this, this thing with my wife, Satan was trying to hit me with fear. And I said, you know what, Satan, I'm going to tell you something. 
And sometimes you got to talk to yourself. And, and you know, you got to tell Satan out loud. Listen, I don't care what you throw my way, buddy. Let me tell you something. The, the Bible tells me that if I dwell in the most secret place of the most high, God, listen, there's no plague or nothing will come nigh thy dwelling. So that means if I'm around God, these things will not come around me. God didn't give you that. And fear is a spirit, by the way. It is. And it has no room for God. The kind of fear God wants you to have is to fear him not to go to evil, but trust what he says. And if you do, and if you have him in your heart, and if you trust him about your circumstances, then we don't need to fear, right? God's got it. You know, I have a person on our radio station that wrote, God's got it. God's got it. God's got it. God's got it. But Satan will talk to you. Oh, look at you now. You're going to die. No, I don't, I'm not going to die. I shall live and declare the works of God. Oh, look at your minister now. It's going down. No, it ain't. It's, got, it's right on the timing that God wants it on. He tries to make us fear every day. He tried to make me fear for years driving a truck. Well, guess what, my friend? I drive a truck every morning. And you know what? He tells me, oh, you're going to die. You know what? My Bible tells me I don't know the day or hour I should go. But you know what? That's all in God's hands. And you don't need to tell me I'm going to die when I'm not going to die. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. But I don't think it is because God wants me to live a long and prosperous life. So you need to shut your mouth and and take your fear back to hell, Satan, because I don't want to hear your mess no more. That's what you got to tell him. Oh, but my daughter's going to die. she got a heart problem. No, God's fixing to give her a new heart. Glory to God. That's why the old heart's messing up, because God is fixing to do something new. Listen, something has to go down before it comes back up. Tell Satan, listen, you might have a little trick behind you, but I'm telling you, I will not fear, and I refuse to fear. I don't fear your sickness. I don't fear your disease. I don't fear your cova. I don't fear these things. Why? Because God is with me. Hmm. I felt that all the way down the backside of my back. You know, I told my wife she was a very fearful person when I met her. She's getting better. Her daughter had a heart problem or something, and they they said she died. 
looked at my wife and God gave me a peace. And that's, that's all I need is a peace. You know what I'm saying? Because the peace of God passes all understanding. You don't have to understand it. All you got to do is find the peace because the Bible says, let your request be known unto God and the peace of God that passes understanding. Why does it pass understanding? This is why it passes understanding because God don't want you to understand it. He don't want you to figure it out. All he wants you to do is seek peace. And who's the prince? It's a peace. He is. All you got to do is have a peace about it. I tell them all the time. My daughter called me up one night. It was about 12 o'clock or maybe 1 o'clock or whatever. And, and God, <laughs> they called us up. And she was just worried. And, and God gave me a peace. I went over there and told my wife. I said, she's going to be all right. I just had a peace. I had a peace come on me. And that's all I need is a peace. I bought that truck out there. And you know how most people worry when they buy trucks. And I walked in that office. Whoa, Lord, 682. Woo, glory to God. I don't know if I can afford that, Lord. And there's a peace come all over me. I said, let's go. Let's sign it. Why? Because the peace came. And I did the same thing with that Harley out there. I walked in there and I, I told my wife we was worried about the bills. I said, Lord, where's that peace at? And that peace hit me that day, and that's all I needed. And that's I started signing. And I live by that from this day forward because as long as I live under the peace of God, listen, it, God is leading. And where God is leading, my friend, you cannot go wrong. It don't matter what you think. Well, I can't afford this, and I can't do this but i tell you one thing all you got to do is find the peace of god that passes understanding god don't want you to figure it out because he's already worked it out god don't want you to sit there and timetables it because when god leads you to something my friend it's a fearless life and a fearful life i was proud of my wife we went down to Went down to Destin last year. She said, I want to go parasail. And, you know, most people don't want to do that. Well, man, I'm going to die today. But you know what? We live, and if you know, you got a peace about it, God's got you. If you don't have a peace about it, God's telling you, no, not right now. But I guess God gave her a peace about it because we went way up in there. But it was God trying to show us. Listen, I don't care where you at in life, what you're doing. I got you. And I fought fear with that motorcycle out there. I'm telling y'all, the devil would get up and tell me every day, you're going to die. You're going to die. You know, today, you better watch yourself because they're going to be a car hit you today. I said, devil, let me tell you something. If God gave me this bike, and I know he did, Why do you think that you're going to kill me? Because let me tell you something, devil. You can't touch me unless you go to God. And see, my friend, when you got God in you, then you're hid. Mm, I got to go there, Holy Ghost. Listen, when you're in God, then you're hid in Christ Jesus. My God, my God. And he can't find you. And that's why Psalms 91 comes to effect. He who dwells in the most secret place of the most high. See, you're in a secret place. God has got you hid when you're inside of him. The devil can't find me. <laughs> he can't find me. 
I'm hid in Christ. Listen, when I'm in God and love is in me, that means there's no fear. And when that love's in me, I don't have to fear. And when God is inside of me and I'm inside of God, the enemy cannot find me no more. Because why? Because you can't pass God, my friend. And Satan cannot pass God either. And that's why he said, he that the well, let, let's go to that right quick. I, I, I want to show you guys something. I, I just want to show you something right quick. Let's, let's go to that right quick, guys. <coughs> I want to show you guys something. Hold on, let me get to it, guys. I want to show you something. Psalms 91, turn to it right quick, guys. Turn to it. I want to show you guys something right quick while we're on this subject. Psalms 91. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. You know, most people read this and they think, well, wow, you know. Okay, Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the in the secret place of the Most High. So, if you're in a secret place, then you have to dwell there, right? And what I say, if you dwell in love and, and love is in you and fear is not in you, that means God is in you and fear and perfect love catches what? Out fear. So fear can't be in you and God can be in you at the same time. It cannot be. Either you have the love of God in you or you have the fear. But remember, that kind of fear cannot be in you because it said perfect love casts it out. So that fear is of Satan. You'll get that in a minute. It says, he that dwelleth in the most secret place. So you got to dwell in this place. You got to dwell in God and quit dwelling in fear. The most secret place in the most high shall abide under the shadow. When you're under his shadow, that means you're hid, right? Watch this. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. That means he's going to protect you. And my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisy pestilence. He shall come. He shall come. Cover thee with thy feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust, and his his truth shall be a shield and a butler. Mm, come on now. And thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor by the arrow that flieth by the day, nor by the pestilence that walk in the darkness, nor by the destruction that wastes by noonday. And watch, watch what he said when you do all this. This is something you got to do, guys. You got to trust him. You got to trust that he's around you right now. And a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand. But it shall not come. Watch this. I, I'm reading you truth here tonight. But it shall not come nigh thy dwelling. Nigh thee, only then shall I, the eyes that thou shalt behold, see the reward of the wicked. 
that because thou has made the Lord, which is your refuge, even the most high. So see, this is something you got to make God. You got to dwell in the most secret place. That means God's got to be in you and you in God. So otherwise you got to quit letting these things fear you and trust God and believe that God has got you. And all these things will start happening to you. Nothing will come near the dwelling. I tell people all the time, they, you know, I told them I, I, I urinate a lot sometimes and, Oh, they come off with some oddball crap. Oh, you must be diabetic. I said, son, don't speak that on me. I said, let me tell you something. Diabetic don't got room to be in my body. A diabetic don't got room to be in my body. Let me tell you something. Diabetics, a spirit of diabetic is a spirit of Satan. Why? Because, listen, the wages of sin is death. Anything that causes death is of Satan, and it don't have room in my body. You hear what I'm saying? I don't accept that, and I'm not going to. I said, son, don't be speaking no diabetes. I mean, I ain't got no diabetes. I said, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you what's fixing to happen to me. I'm fixing to lose lots of weight, and it's going to come off by the dozens. That's what I'm speaking on me. And see, you'll have whatever you say you say you are. You better watch what you say. I told him, don't be speaking that crap on me because that's how spirits transfer through words. Watch what it says in verse 10. There shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to walk in their ways and shall bear up their hands lest they dash their foot against them. So even if you make mistakes, he's still weak. <laughs> See, guys, I'm going to tell you something. The devil don't want you to know how much God loves you. That's the problem. The devil don't want you to know how much God has gave you power to tread upon scorpions. See, the devil don't want you to know what you really can do in God. And, and you know, what he's trying to do is, is cripple you with fear. And this is what the Bible says. He didn't give you that spirit of fear, so he only gave you a power of love and a sound mind. He gave you power, and he gave you love in a sound mind. That's what he gave you. He wants you to walk in the power of God, and he wants you to walk in the love, and when you do that, you will have a sound mind knowing that God is with you. Remember what I told y'all. Who is love? God. That's it. Well, guys, that's all I have tonight. Listen, y'all give. You want to give, you can go to our website. If you got a Vimo account, you can give at God Saving Ministries, or you can give on the cash app dollar sign God Saving Ministry, or you can go to our website and give at www.godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. Listen, sow your seed today. Help us with this gospel. Help us get this thing out here, guys. We are doing everything possible to do it. I have ordered all kind of stuff, and God told me the $7,000 cancellation. If you sow to it, God's going to cancel your debt. 
I'm telling you, God's going to get this word out. This is God's words. These ain't mine. I love you guys. Thank you for being on. God bless you. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And remember, Jesus is Lord.